Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular sports psychologist co-host, Dr. Megan Cannon. Good day and good evening, Live the Fuel fans. We are recording live here at a Panera Bread. And if you guys follow this show, I don't eat bread, so no shout out to that, but I do love their free Wi-Fi. And today we got cappuccino and hot tea. But today we are connecting up again with our regular sports psychology co-host, Dr. Megan Cannon from Mind of the Athlete. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's always, always fun. So real exciting here for the podcast world is like we're actually doing a Facebook Live while we're recording this. So there's like two different platforms merging and happening at the same time. There is. There's a lot of things happening right now. Yeah, we've got <laughs> microphones. <laughs> microphones. We've got a, looks like a, you have a MacBook Pro. Yes. we got a MacBook Pro. So she's got her slideshow set up to help just with notes like because we're, we're smart people, but sometimes <laughs> you got a backup plan. We've got tripods with iPhones and we've got microphones mounted on that and then we got we've never actually used the little tripods on the I microphones know. before we got a zoom h5 recording device we've got hot tea on your end i've got my ionic supreme from my isogenics world here that helps me keep my stress down and then i'm, I'm rocking out a nice big fat cappuccino i'm sorry no cafe latte so there's a, there's lot, a lot happening there is there's yeah. podcasting, Facebook living, hydrating, and twinning. Oh, yes, we're twinning. we are wearing the we're same twinning. clothes, we noticed. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to SYR CrossFit, Rob Eschbach, and the crew over there. We did not plan this. We did not plan this. She did not notice it right away. You did text me this morning because she was running a little bit late on the way here, but there was no texting about going twinsies on these very soft and comfortable hoodies. Yeah. So um, thank you, SYR CrossFit, for working us out and clothing yeah. us. Brett, Rob, we love you. And actually, oh, that's Stan Chan. Oh, hey, Stan. We got Stan Chan from SYR, dude. <laughs> Rocking the hoodies, bro. So um, speaking of hoodies and Stan Chan and Rob Eschbach and SYR CrossFit. Yes. And sleep and performance. And sleep and performance. Um, CrossFit Open last night, the aired 18-4. I know. The new workout is officially out. Yeah, I think this totally integrates in with what we're going to be talking about here. I because. Know. I stayed up later to watch the Open, so that might have impacted my sleep. <laughs> and then right after that, I had to do a training call on that Trello app with uh, yes. Anna, Anna Vocino. Shout out to Anna Vocino. She's the voiceover for this podcast show. But, um, yeah, I, I um, here's a little fun thing. You're in the Open. I, I did sign up this year, yes. Yes. Megan's in the I, Open, I signed Stan. Up for if it. you didn't know that, Stan, she's in. <laughs> um, but So Megan's in the Open. I'm in the Open. I just taught her something that uh, I evidently know, that, do not know how it's scored. That's what I'm learning. Maybe may impact her own sleep uh, because now she's going to be worried because she's registered as a skilled athlete. I'm registered <laughs> as a master skilled athlete because I turned 40 back in September, and uh, she did not know that if you perform the workout as an RX athlete, it's worth more than anything you could have done as a scaled athlete. Did not know that. <laughs> Which means, Rob, when you listen to this or watch I didn't this know later, you could go back and forth. Megan needs to start doing some stuff RX because it's going to outrank her scaled score. She had no idea. So I know. Now I'm like, oh, I want to go back. Hopefully this does not impact your sleep. No, I, uh, it won't impact my sleep. <laughs> but it's been enjoyable. I signed up for it because I go to the Friday classes at SYR, and that's what they program. So I figured, well, if I'm doing the workouts anyway, um, and then one of my friend's moms who goes to the gym, uh, shout out to Betty. Uh, Betty. She, she's right. doing it. And I, I saw um, the trainer that she works with, Steph, 
Um, so shout out to Stephanie too oh, yeah, um, yeah, at Stephanie SYR. Oh so my gosh, we are just today. dropping names all over we the floor today. We are in Allentown, um, so, <laughs> we are, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, I like this. Um, but I saw an Instagram post she did that Betty was doing it, and I was like, you know what? If if my friend's mom is doing this, like I can do it. So I yeah. So I signed up for it and did did not know the scoring, which is probably helpful. But it's it's good it's to kind of okay. get into it's that zone. Time. Yeah, it's but you know, it's interesting in terms of, and this is why I I think it's really helpful doing things like that is because I work with athletes all the time who are competing and challenging themselves to do things like that and having to get through whether it's a competition or performance or a workout um, and do it well. And so it's been interesting for me to apply some of the things and just sort of navigate my way through and sort of develop some tips for myself, which have been helpful in executing the workouts. So that's been And when when did you actually start doing CrossFit? Um, Well, we've been doing the Watt and Learns um, over at SYR CrossFit, name drop number 27 today. Um, so we've been doing that for like two, over two years now. So I've just slowly started just going over there just to work out yeah. like the people, the environment there. And so it's just been, yeah. So just kind of gradually. It's one of the biggest things that helps. I think in a CrossFit space is the community aspect mm-hmm. that you don't get in a traditional gym. I've talked yeah. about it many times on some past podcasts is that, and we did it when we did the, uh, the Super Bowl podcast live from CrossFit Adoration. In a CrossFit gym. Shout out to my crew in Bethlehem, CrossFit Adoration. I live in multiple More names worlds. on the floor. Um, <laughs> yes. We, we, we sat there mobility, sweating and, uh, and, and doing a, a post yeah. hero wad podcast show. Yeah. So yes. lots of stretching. Definitely not the same as your wad and learn. <laughs> it was, no, 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 no. Um, but no anyway, stretching. But yeah, so we were CrossFit open, doing all of those things. So we have eighteen four coming up today. Lots of deadlifts in our future, I'll be which going I'm excited there today. about. Excited about. Well, that's why I'm all, I'm all in my workout gear and, and we're in our sporty gear <laughs> and our matching hoodies because I'm going to go take this off later and then sweat my butt off doing 18-4. Yes. So, uh, but hey, enough about CrossFit. Yes, so let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about sleep. sleep and performance. Sleep and performance, yes. So it's, what's going on? So I yesterday was doing a, a Mind of the Athlete Academy where I was working with a high school all day, did four talks, then met with some of the students. Um, but we were talking about sleep. And so when we were coordinating about the podcast and what we could talk about I figured that's a it's a great it's one of those things that sleep although we talk about it we know it's important we also we do don't it. prioritize it and we don't necessarily we, like, we do things that get day, in the way right mm-hmm. we have to do it every day yep. hmm. and so you know it's one of those things that it benefits us greatly but we don't necessarily do things that help us do it well and so there you know there are some things that I think you know we can talk about that just help sleep you know, increase the quality and then some things to think about in terms of the, the qu- increase the quality and things to think about in terms of increasing the quantity of yes. sleep. Well, it, I think that goes back to, now obviously we've already started talking heavily about health and fitness, but because CrossFit, um, but I, I, I tell people all the time, it's like when I come across people who want to lose weight or they're struggling with their health or wellness in general, because I love health, it's a big part of me, I'm not just a marketing guy all the time, is... People think, oh, well, I just got to go to the gym. Yeah. I just got, I just got to start getting into the gym. And I'm like, why would you waste the money? No, no offense, Rob. Uh, <laughs> but don't spend the money for an amazing community like SYR or CrossFit Adoration or any other CrossFit gym or any other gym you choose if you're not putting quality food into your lifestyle. So shout out to Erin Sparold, her teammate, the sports nutritionist who comes on the show. We talk about yep. healthy food yep. and fueling your body right. But it's like, okay, you, you got the food. 
I still say don't go to the gym because if you don't have your sleep, rest, and recovery in place in a good program, yeah. a good circadian rhythm, yep, it's totally going to impact you. Oh, at the gym. absolutely, and because you know one of the things and one of the important things about sleep, especially for people that work out or athletes or people that are active, is our muscle repair and recovery happens, you know, during deeper state like stage four of REM, REM sleep. So you know it's. A lot of things, sleep is associated oftentimes with rest. You know, it rests our brain. Our brain waves slow down. They relax. Our heart also slows down. So we're able to just, like, give our heart a little bit of a break. Our respiration slows down. So a lot of functions in our body slow down while we sleep, which is incredibly beneficial. We're actually able to rest our brain because even when we think we're relaxing and, you know, watching a movie, for instance, your brain is still processing and working really hard to see the images, hear it, put the stories together. So it's still working, right. even though we're not necessarily doing things. So sleep, it Wait has a minute, that the opportunity. Brain doesn't completely shut down it does not. <laughs> yeah. And so, it, you know, it's still doing things, but it's, it really slows down. But cell growth and repair increases. Yes. And so in terms of our muscle repair and recovery, when you're an athlete that's working out and you're making those tears in your muscles, you, you need that cell growth to repair it. And so if you're going to the gym and, and you know, really getting it, getting after it, but then not sleeping to allow that cell growth to happen and increase, you're, you're really like minimizing your gains, minimizing that progress and minimizing your potential solely you know based on the sleep yeah i love that we're following up on this because an interesting for your last wad and learn which i intended at syr <laughs> is uh i mean we're just plugging the heck out of I you wish there was like a count um it's like there should be like a counter like ding 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 so um it's your last wad and learn was really more about helping athletes program themselves better it was going on during the olympics right we were just you were discussing about the power of music and getting into the right mindset. So it's kind of interesting how right today we're talking about the tail end of it now, which is, mm -hmm. hey, you've done, let's say, all that great music focus Priming and fitness and, all day long, and then it's, it's the end of the day or whenever you get your sleep in, and it's like, okay, now it's time to heal, recover. Uh, and reason why here is because we talk about sleep and performance. That's going to be in the title of this episode because this is totally tied to what your performance is going to be like the next day. Absolutely. And actually the rest of the week, the rest of the month, right? Because yeah. there's a buildup here, isn't oh, there? Oh, so much. And, and it, there's so many things that impacts, you know, our ultimately our stress level. When we don't get sleep, we have increased cortisol in our body. That is, it's a stressful hormone to have, but also in terms of weight management and stuff like that, it when we have those increased levels in our body, it yes. holds our weight around our abdomen, which is a very unhealthy place to have it. Um, and also it messes with our hunger hormones. Right. It increases our Leptin hunger hormones. and ghrelin levels are thrown off. They are, and so we get hungrier, and then, you know, ultimately, like, you crave things. Overtraining injuries mm -hmm. happen when we're injured. You Like, there's just all of these negative impacts, and also yeah. it impacts our mood. And so that serotonin that gets released and all of those things that get replenished, well, that happens then at a later or a lesser rate as well. Yeah. And so we're in crappier moods. We're hungry all the time, not eating good things. And, like, it's just, it's a bad cycle. So you, you had mentioned that you had just done, like, four talks on this. <laughs> Yes. Now, what was the age ranges of the audiences that you were impacting in this? Cause I think what we're what we're hitting on here is this: this applies to all age levels. Yeah, this was this was high school. I was out at uh, Kennard Dale in Fawn Grove, Pennsylvania. We do run the Mind of the Athlete Academy, so I've been out there. This is my third time this year, where we have all the athletes. They come in by teams, and you know, four times throughout the day, I'm, I'm delivering the content, but to smaller groups. So we're teaching them things. You know, we did how the mind works and performance anxiety the last two times, but yesterday Ooh, we nice. talked about sleep. You know, because we just you know, we're, we're able to educate 
these athletes and ultimately these teenagers, but because we're talking about sport, you know, we're able to kind of frame and, and shape the information coming in from a perspective that they, they're buying in because they, they want to do better their t- and their teams are, you know, are doing well and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's fun. Do you feel there's some, uh, there might be some truth to, I don't want to call it the hero complex of sleep, <laughs> but uh, let, let's be real. <clears throat> Our bodies, when they're younger, Mm-hmm. seem to recover faster with me not being a scientist. I'm, I'm very intrigued on your opinion on this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, when we're talking about sleep and performance, things can probably bounce back like a rubber band a lot easier when the rubber band's new, right? When the kid is, when you're younger, like, obviously your teenage years are still very, very responsive. Mm-hmm. Your 20s, like, obviously college, right? Like, I remember I was probably doing six-hour days. And yeah. there's still tons of people out there who say, oh, well, you can still do six to seven. You don't need eight. And we don't even really get into the actual necessary quantities, but in your studies and what you've spoken to from youth to adults, do you feel that obviously quantity does come into that factor as well? Oh, absolutely, because, you know, they're still growing. Okay. Yep, and so they're, the quantity piece of it, you know, I mean, they're in terms of that, that younger age bracket, they're they're still growing, and so you can argue that they actually like more sleep because their bodies are like they're still growing and developing and forming and so not only do they need that energy to sustain what they're doing in a day they also are building and so it's you know then that's, so that's interesting because what i was just thinking about was oh we can get away with doing the six to seven when we're younger because we're younger but what you're hinting at is well actually yeah because you're in such a heavy developmental phase mm-hmm. and growth phase that's not yeah, thing. totally not. Yeah. So okay. they, they actually recommend, you know, eight and a half to like 9.25, you know, hours for wow. teenagers, which I mean, what about the 20s? They're not getting, you know, I think like some of the things that I've read different stuff about it. And so I'm honestly like not positive. Where there's we're tons going of research. Adults. Yeah. And yeah, so, so much. I've, I've seen things where it's like, you know, there's people that can do well on six, do well on seven, do well on eight. Some people that need nine, need 10. And so I think it's one of those things that as we age, we, we probably find Shout out to Annette on the West Coast. Sorry. She's been on the show. <laughs> Annette Bone. So. <laughs> I don't want um, to keep going. No, no, it's fine. Um, it, it's one she's of a those... dancer. Oh, that's So cool. this is important. Rest and recovery performance. So yeah. she's gone through amazing weight loss and transformation. Love you. So um, <laughs> awesome. this is good. This is good. That's awesome. Um, and so... Sorry, see, I, mean, I challenge I you. I know. Right? I'm like, where is <laughs> I even? You've been on this show so many times, I probably broke you. No, no, we we're talking about how, like, there, there's so much research <laughs> and there's so many yeah. people. There's different oh, studies yeah. saying quantities. Quantity. So. And so, you know, there's, I think everybody, that, uh, when you're an adult, like, you, you come to a point that, so I know some people that they're like, if I get less than nine, I'm a miserable human being. And there are some that, like, they function well on seven. And so I think there, there are kind of that individual and personal differences with it. But ultimately, like, we need to be prioritizing it and getting, you know, at least six, seven eight hours if we can tonight so earlier i mentioned if i had to narrow things down to a healthy lifestyle balance i truly believe in in order to fuel the mind fuel the body whether we're talking about health fitness business professional life student life uh or just family and love i truly believe that you got to fuel the body with the right water the right food right so you got basic necessities of hydration and food Mm -hmm. we're hitting on sleep rest and recovery and then obviously exercising the body and moving the body out of those three, would you weigh in on where sleep should be? Is there is there a balance? Is there a oh. top three? 
Because like I, 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 I joked around about how why waste the money on a gym? Yeah. Because I, I can help people literally not just lose weight, but uh, obviously, re low, well, you're hinting at mm -hmm. lower stress levels, help the body recover faster. People can actually lose weight just with a healthy diet, proper hydration, going for walks. I mean, yeah. because you're cleaning up what you're putting in your body. You're not eating all that manufactured crap. Yeah. You're hydrating better. You're not drinking soda and all these other chemical crap. And then if you're sleeping right, you're allowing the body to heal and recover with all those essential nutrients you're putting into it. Mm -hmm. And then you start maybe adding exercise in. So that's kind of where my brain is at, but yeah. I'm just wondering where you're at. I as know, a I'm, I'm getting like stuck in between. I mean, I, you know, I think out of the three, the exercise component is definitely the tertiary piece there. But yeah. in terms of like, you know, what, what comes first, nutrition or sleep? Because on one hand, your nutrition and your appetite are impacted by sleep uh -huh. and today. so there's that and so then if we're not getting the sleep then we're potentially putting ourselves in a position to not put the right things in our body Interesting. or put too much and so i feel so it's like one of those chicken we were, or the egg so things. that goes back to what we were discussing about like the um the how i, I dropped in the hormones right you, you mentioned hormones mm -hmm. I, I obviously i clarified that's leptin and ghrelin like they're constantly at battle with each other and they are heavily affected by things like sugar but to be fair to your point if your body's under stress and as you mentioned cortisol levels that's definitely going to throw things off, mm -hmm. right? So I, I definitely see that. Interesting. Yeah. And then also, like, in terms of our memory consolidation, if we're still trying to, like, perform and be functional, our memory short-term to long-term consolidation happens while we sleep. Interesting. So I've never really heard that term before. Obviously, I know about the importance of sleep, allowing the body to rest, and then eventually get to that deep REM cycle, right? Mm -hmm. But what is consolidation so, what do you mean by that like in our brain there's different storage areas for short-term and then long-term memory and, and when we're sleeping you know that there's a that process is able to happen where those memories of like you know what you ate for breakfast on wednesday you okay. know are no longer there but there might be an important phone call that is going to dictate a meeting that you have next week and you know an opportunity that that's still there so are we talking about consolidation of short-term memory or long-term memory it's going from short-term to long-term so oh. it's taking it like so it's taking this that information oh. yeah and so that's it's that memory consolidation and like you know figuring out okay we can throw that one out because we don't need it but this one we do need and so we got to put it over here and so all of that's going on and like our brain that happens when we sleep and so I always with the athletes that I work with you know they're like pulling all these all-nighters and doing all this stuff like you know just to again it goes to back study. to my hero complex yeah. I'm super student and I'm like <laughs> you can't I'm like studying it like sleep is the third part of studying like the first part's the actual learning the second part's like the reviewing right the third part is sleeping because if you're not sleeping you're not actually then, like you're kind of like almost like if you go to the gym and then go eat McDonald's like you are <laughs> you are spending the time doing the things but they're ultimately we are doing not something that's, McDonald's that's on no this show. That, that was a all. that Sorry. was a, a, a <laughs> an example for exactly. what not to do so Bad. it's so you need to be doing the right things after you're doing it otherwise that effort you're putting forth like it's gonna so this whole memory whole consolidation benefit. can really go back to your studied data consolidation so these people like we've done it right like i went through these cram sessions when i was in school mm. and it's like okay great but you you should probably stop cramming by let's say 10 p.m be in bed by 11 p.m and hopefully sleep until 7 a.m to get a nice solid eight hour cycle because everything you just crammed into that brain has it left the short term and moved into the long term is what i'm hearing and mm -hmm. like if you aren't allowing the right amount of rest and recovery you probably lost 
a whole bunch of data. Right. There's there's data. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like something's gonna stick. So you know, like, and, you're like you're on like, a hamster wheel. You're just mm-hmm. not actually going anywhere. Yeah. And so you know that's where I'm almost in that. Going back to the question that you asked, I'm almost leaning a little bit more towards sleep being like yeah. a degree more on top of the nutritional piece, just because it sleep dictates to a point, you know, what we're craving and our appetite and you know all of those things. So I think I think it I think it's the number one, Scott. Okay, all right. I think it's all the right. number. That's so that's you got my sleep vote. performance and obviously mm-hmm. proper hydration and food, right? And then obviously exercise. So I think those are actually. If you want to flip that into, I'm doing a visual here for the podcasters <laughs> on the live video, but your foundation, right? Proper hydration, proper fuel, proper food, and then obviously sleep is the fuel as well. Now you've built a solid foundation. Now you're ready to move into the more strenuous things like exercise, fitness, competitions, um, heck, the final exam when you're in college, <laughs> right? Like, hey, you've been building, 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 building. It's the end of the year and it's time to hit all these final exams or term papers, et cetera. So it's like, you got to prepare for the big game is yep. what I think we're talking about here too. And this applies, you know, heck, let's go to the business world, right? We talk about business on this show. So it's like, okay, well, this would totally apply directly to somebody trying to move up in a company, get promoted, maybe launch a business, launch a company. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm Yeah. Doing. Yeah. And that's, a, you know, a whole other piece of it is when we're talking about like that type of performance, it's, you know, although it's not like the physical performance, athletic performance that, you know, we were talking about earlier, it's a whole other different type of performance where that, again, your stress, ability to manage your stress, memory consolidation, like all of those yeah. things, your ability to focus, your ability to, you know, just think on your feet, your reactions, like all of those all of those things are really moderated again by our sleep. Well, if we're stressed, we can't focus as well. So that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, and if we're exhausted, you can't focus. Like, you know, so yeah. it's, it's just, it really, it it's like the neck of a lot of things. It supports a lot. So people who watch this or listen to this, they're hearing this like, oh, if this one of these experiences, whether it's health, business, lifestyle, education related, you're in college, you're, you're at a job, you're at home, maybe you're an at-home professional mother because... You ladies do kick some butt as, as full-time moms uh, or, or dads, for that example, nowadays. But it's like if you feel like you're beating your head up against the wall, have you overworked yourself? Are right. you allowing the right amount of sleep? Because I'm hearing from you, it's like it's tying directly to anything performance-related. It, it, it's, you know, it's one of those things that it's, it's right there in our face and it can you know, solve a lot of problems if we choose to prioritize it. Huh. And so, but that's the thing. You know, we are so busy. It's then, okay, how do we do we carve out that time for sleep but then also making sure that as we carve out the time that we're doing it in a way that's going to be helpful for us so for instance you know in our phones now i know 2018 it is unrealistic for most of us to be in a perfect world let's sleep with the phones out of the bedroom right like we don't we don't go on the phone an hour before bed so the the blue light we put it out but for me like i for me it's like it's my alarm clock and so, and I feel like with the majority of people that I, I work with and like the athletes, like it's their alarm clock. Can I too. challenge you? Yes. Okay. So I went on Amazon. No, I, I know. I know. I know. Shout out to Amazon. I know. Uh, I ordered I know. a mechanical clock. I know. It runs on one AA battery. I know. And it's right next to my bed. Believe me, I, I, I tried talking I to that. School. I know. With, with college. I remember if doing I, it to a college really team good. and they just like looked at me and they were like, and so I was like, it's one of those meeting where people are at. Yes, exactly. For the teenagers. People watching this or people listening, you have to meet people where they're at. I totally agree with you. Because yep. I've used this term on the show too, where it's like, you have to meet them where they're at, at that place on the, their timeline. I didn't always always know about blue light. 
and blue light blocking mm -hmm. sunglasses or glasses in general. I now own three different pairs of blue, lighting, blue light blocking glasses thanks to people I've had on this show. And I'm trying to educate people on this because it is real. If it wasn't real, Apple would not have added that into their <laughs> software to allow you to enable uh, dimming of the screen mm -hmm. and you could program certain hours in the day when that happens to help reduce the amount of emitting blue light. So mm -hmm. a real quick science hack for you watchers and listeners is, um, and you can go back and listen to past episodes on this show to find this, especially recommend episode 51 with uh, Dr. Jack Cruz, viral following He's a he's a expert in neurology, neurosurgeon, uh, mitochondrial level of the cells, the power plants of your cells. Um, but anyway, long story short, blue light is killing us. He said because what's happening is blue light is like the sun, right? So if you have blue light slamming your eyes at night from your smart devices and your TV, why do you think it's so hard to reach that deeper level of sleep? Mm -hmm. Because you've told your brain. Because here's the best part: um, melatonin. Melatonin production triggers sleep. So if through your eyes, you're allowing all that blue light in, you're telling your brain, oh, it's still daytime, I don't wanna go to sleep. Yep. So melatonin production is now being inhibited. That's why all these people nowadays are like, oh, I gotta start taking a melatonin supplement. I don't take melatonin supplements. So my body makes all the necessary melatonin I need, but am I allowing it to do so? Yep. Am I inhibiting it, it yep. or preventing it? Right? Yep. So these are things we gotta start thinking about, guys. Like, this technology was not always around. Yeah. We didn't always have this problem. A really good test that I like, I, I like for that is, you know, are you getting that second wind at like 11, 11.30 at night? Because, Interesting. you know, our body. Define it, that, what do you mean? So, you know, our body, like usually around, like around like the nine, 10 o'clock, you know, if, if people are, are assuming on that, you know, more daytime, like nine to five-ish schedule. Okay. So those, you know, that, that we're regulated to a point, you know, with our general circadian rhythms. And so around like that evening time, well, we'll our body starts to release that melatonin to start kind of putting us down. But the blue light, like what you were saying, fights against it. And so then, you know, about like around 11, 11.30, all of a sudden, like, kind of energized again right so you can actually kind of feel that flow of like okay i was getting tired but now i just like magically have energy that's that's you know it's like happening. no because it's like what you just like magically had energy yeah. at 11 o'clock like, oh at yeah night. man i got this great <laughs> second wind at like 11 30 at night and it's like yeah is that supposed to so be I, just, I like drawing attention to it i mean i don't know if like i'm sure there are other things that contribute to that as well but like that's sure. one of the things too where it's like Think about it. Well, here's the thing. If you want to sum that up, look at stimulants in mm -hmm. life, right? So don't be, don't be consuming caffeine. For example, I love caffeine. I'm enjoying my my cafe latte right here. Um, but 10 a.m. You know, no, no sugar, no sugar, just you know, <laughs> latte. So, but the point is, lattes or blue light stimulants at night. Don't be adding stimulants into your lifestyle mm -hmm. when you're supposed to be letting your body wind down. Right at the end of the day yep so i i think that's important yeah and yeah. then you know something to think about then you know because in, in staying on the the track of the phone is you know when for those people that it's like they're they're not gonna part with their phone in the bedroom they're just my, my, not my gonna fiance do it. will not she's, a, <laughs> she's an on-call horse vet so yep. veterinary doctor yep. she, that's her like she's gotta be able to hear the phone yeah so and so you know but then the issue then becomes when we have our notifications on and so yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, listen, I get it. Like if, if you, if for you, the alarm clock situation is not going to work. You're not into it. 
you at least have to have it on do not disturb. Okay. Because even when, like, if we're not even, you know, even if you're not, like, fully waking up and checking whatever notification just went off on your phone, your body is still hearing it. You know, you're still waking up. And so, as we were talking before about really reaching those deeper levels of our REM sleep for our muscle repair recovery, like, all these important things, well, when the phones are going off and just that little at random points throughout the night you're preventing your body from doing that that. yeah so even if you're like best of intentions you're like getting nine hours of sleep but you're doing that that's one of those things where you know if we're gonna you're going to really prioritize it and make this a thing like don't be shooting yourself in the foot so i'm gonna meet you (laughs) i'm gonna meet you and your college students where you're at on your timelines (laughs) i will uh i'll remove the mechanical clock from the equation even though i highly recommend it Mm -hmm. um a runner-up like when I'm at a hotel, a hotel, I will cover up. They, they usually give you like a digital alarm clock. I don't want those that screen oh, glowing. Oh, yeah. I, I do the I same thing. I cover that shit up. Mm-hmm. I throw it. I unplug it, whatever. Yep. So my hack is I swipe up, hit airplane mode on the iPhone, I, if you're an iPhone user, and I set my alarm, and then I put the screen face down. Yep. So the advantage of iPhone is there's two things here. One. Face down means there's no chance of the screen lighting up in the yep. middle of the night, yep. and I because I black out the room, when mm-hmm. I, when I, especially when I'm traveling. You can do this at home, and then airplane mode also shuts down all the frequency emissions that come from your phone trying to look for either Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, mm. or the cell phone networks. Because this is something else. Again, high recommend episode 51 over a year ago back <laughs> with Dr. Jack Cruz because he's like, guys, like think about it. We're constantly being bombarded by frequencies that didn't exist 100 years ago. Cell phone towers, you can't remove them from the equation. We keep adding more, boosting their, yeah. their emissions. That's We're constantly being bombarded at the cellular level. Because like, we can control blue, uh, you know, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and then, especially when you're sleeping, he said, yeah. shut it down. You're sleeping. I never thought of that. Now, Kristen, my fiance, she, will, she can disable Wi-Fi. She can disable Bluetooth. But obviously, she wants to leave the phone on. Right. To your point, shut the notifications off. Mm-hmm. Switch the phone to vibrate mode so there's no audible. But then if you shut the notifications off, you should have no vibrations, nope. right? So there's two different scenarios there to look at. Me, I go complete airplane mode. Mm-hmm. Her or if somebody who's on call or needs to be able to make sure that I get a phone call or something, great. I mean, if it's not life or death, you, when you swipe out of airplane mode when you wake up in the morning, you'll have a phone call or a voicemail or a text message waiting for yep. you because all that stuff comes flushing yep. in. And even with, because I know, um, like with certain, you know, certain situations, people are like, oh, well, if this person calls me, it's an emergency, or, you know, parents with kids, things like that. You can set settings when you put on do not disturb that certain people can still, if they did call you, you, or go. if they called you twice, like if some, if any number calls you <clears throat> twice, then that second time will go through. So, you know, there are from that side different settings that you can do to just you know feel yeah. comfortable doing that that if something important was going on you would still be able to know another new hack did you know that you can restrict incoming text messages while you're driving i did not so i was at a conference or a trade show at the new york Giants stadium yesterday outside of new york city and a colleague that i had there she was she had left but i took photos of her like working her table at the event it was a marketing thing so it's like i took some photos and i texted them to her from before i left in my car and I got an immediate response from her. It was like an automated response saying, I'm currently driving in my car. Um, 
these these will come these oh, will be yeah. I will receive these once Very I'm cool. done. So she I think that's a feature if you enable car mode or something. It's I think it's in the car. Yeah. Because one of my friends now that you mentioned it, he I got that once and he had just recently gotten a new car and it She was, does have a new car. And so it, I think like when um, the car comes out like it, it then you can program certain things. Okay, but so I think that might have been a car feature synchronized that, with mm-hmm. the iPhone. And then it did say like if this is an emergency, resend again and oh, okay. it'll push it through. So interesting new hacks. There yeah. you go. So we, we 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 were talking about sleep performance. Now we're giving you guys this is so, uh, cell phone hacks, you know, technology for hacks. So, but these are all important things we got to yeah. learn about because, to your point, sleep is crucial. You got to. I am I'm a deep sleeper, but you know, if she gets an emergency call in the middle of the night, that frustrates the hell out of me because yeah. I don't want to wake up. But it's that's the lifestyle we've chosen, so it's okay. Right. It's very rare. Right, because um, it's not like one of those things where you're in college and it's happening right. 20 times a night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like every once in a while. I personally have chosen to leave my iPhone in my office. Mm-hmm. It's on the charger for the night, yep. and it's in airplane mode. Another little quick hack is, thanks to Dr. Jack Cruz, is um, I actually moved my Wi-Fi router and the regular internet router. I plugged them both into a separate power strip and mounted that under my desk. So before I, we go to bed, I flip that power off and it kills both of those devices until we wake up in the morning, I walk out and flip back on. So when I left today to come here, right before I walked out of the house, I just flipped it back on. That way if she needs Wi-Fi or the TV or Apple TV, it's working. But the other reason why is because why bombard your brain and your cells with excess frequencies in your home that you don't need? Some people watching this are gonna be like, or hearing this and be like, what is this hokey crap he's talking about? (laughs) This is proven. This is actually proven science. So I've just been studying it longer. Um, consider it just throwing it out there because here's what I didn't do a few weeks ago I forgot to turn it off well guess what happened I had some weird ass dreams I've been doing this for over six months now killing the Wi-Fi killing the internet and I was always a deep sleeper but I always had every once in a while I had some weird dreams well then they all went away is this a coincidence I don't know I'm not a scientist I haven't done a sleep study on myself yet but the nights I forget to turn that off all of a sudden, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, "What the heck was that weird dream I had last night?" Just saying, just saying, just what I heard. <laughs> Other than that, I never have weird dreams. So it's I've had maybe crazy. three times in the past six months. I've had weird dreams, and that's it. And it's only when I've left, when I wake, wake up, I go out in my office. I'm like, "Crap! I forgot to turn the internet off." I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> so <laughs> just something else to think, think about. about. So I don't have the science to back it up. I know you don't. You guys, you probably don't ever talk about stuff like this. Nope, nope. Just in terms of like stop disrupting your sleep with your phone. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the point here, guys. It's like take your sleep seriously is what I'm getting from today's episode. Yeah, Yeah, and it's and you know we have to be mindful of that we're getting that sleep and and doing things that just help us sleep more and making sure that like I said we're really getting that that quality of sleep. So we've talked about quantity of hours. Obviously, more importantly, just like in fitness, like it's not always about the quantity of the reps. It's the quality of the reps. Yeah. It's the form and the technique. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm getting out of you here, too. Is like, yeah. what is the form and technique, you know, when you take your sleep seriously? Yeah. So so the best best form and technique, you know, ultimately is like the phone either out of the bedroom or on do not disturb. No lights in your face for, you know, that hour before bed. And also it's, it's sleep consistency. And so that's having a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake up time. Ooh, we didn't even bring that up. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, please, mm-hmm. please plug that in. Yeah, and so it's our, our body takes three days to regulate to our sleep cycle. And so if we're doing that, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like we're, we're good. It's, it's at that point regulated. So our body, you know, if we're going to bed at 11 and waking up at seven, you know, you're getting that eight hours. 
now when it's approaching 11 o'clock, your body knows and it'll start helping that process of ramping down. But then in the morning when it knows, oh, it's about to be 7 o'clock, it then it, it regulates to that so that you're then it's easier to wake up. You kind of feel more alert and you're able to just more actively get into your day. And so right. regulating that sleep cycle, you know, ultimately, I think during the week, it's a little bit easier um, because typically people have schedules and jobs and things yeah. to do. It's more the weekend that's the challenge. But so that's that's the that's the kicker for those people that want to take that. it to the I, next level. I, now that you're talking about this, I, I I can remember back where let's be real, what, you know, the nightlife, the peak nightlifes are usually what Thursday through Saturday, mm-hmm. depending on your lifestyle or what you do. At least here in the U.S., we have listeners from other countries, but. I'm thinking about this. I'm like, you know, there's, hey, are you, are you a Thursday night person? There's a regular stuff you do on a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, etc. But the point is, like, you can do great Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And let's say you got a big night out with your friends and you close the bar down, so to speak. I'm not promoting drinking, but if you do it, you do it. Um, but let's say you go out and you club and you close the bar down. Well, now it's 2.30 in the morning. You're probably not getting to bed until 3. At best, yeah. And <laughs> if your normal cycle that you've just helped mm-hmm. us understand is, oh, I'm in bed by 10.30 or 11 o'clock and I'm up by 7. Yeah. Well, why do you think you can't get up Sunday morning? And if you do get up, you feel like butt. Yeah, well, and you know, I think it's it's always interesting to make the comparison of thinking of your your, your work week if that it kind of is the pattern is, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday especially, a real challenge to get up. Mm. But then by Thursday, Friday, it's like, okay. Oh, interesting. But then on nice the weekends, connection. we just, and then yeah. we, you know, we kind of just like make it, we just repeat the process, you know? Right. And so it's just one of those things where that right. sleep, sleep cycle consistency is really helpful. They did a study at Stanford where they had um, their athletes sleep 10 hours, but they, they also had that consistency and they had all these, you know, decreases in speed when they like football for like their forties, decrease in reaction times for sprinters off the, or like swimmers off the blocks for tennis. They had better, um, reaction time on the ball, like all these speed improved muscle memory, like all, all of not muscle memory. I'm sorry. Improved muscle growth, improved wow. memory. I like combine those into a little like result baby there. Um, but all of these really positive things solely be like as they were, you know, having that enough and then also that consistency of huh. sleep. And so um, really taking it to that next level and having a, a bedtime and a wake up time can really be helpful in getting the most out of it. Well, I, I love the fact you bring this back up. I have had other doctors or, you know, whatever scientists on the show, they discussed similar versions of this long story mm-hmm. short it is quantity but it's definitely uh, actually circadian rhythm right your circadian mm-hmm. rhythm is what this is tied into is yes. that keyword rhythm is what is the rhythm you're building <laughs> what is the consistency because your body does like a good program to follow yes. when it comes to sleep now granted if we talk about fitness we talk about hey it's good to like in crossfit tie it back that full loop guys full loop back to crossfit is um a lot of people do like to, or the body does like muscle confusion. It does like mm-hmm. variations, yep. variable exercises. You can't do the same thing over and over again and then expect a different result. That's a definition of insanity, isn't it? Right. Yeah, you're the, she's a psychologist. <laughs> I only minored in it. Um, but that's what I love about this is that we're getting back to the basics. Like, okay, we do want a rhythm. We do want consistency when we come to sleep. And in fitness, too, like you do want a program, you do want a, a good coached uh, process to follow, but in the end, you still want to change things up. But when right. it comes to sleep, really, you don't want to change things up. <laughs> right, you that's like the thing you flow. do not want to change up. Yeah, yeah, it's the good flow. And, and something that I like even more, or, or in addition to that, not even more, um, is, is a bedtime routine. Okay. You know, because you think about like with, with what if any parents out there, you know, you have 
like for kids putting them down and then I'm sure when we were babies our parents had them for us where you know you maybe you have like bath time and then you put your pajamas on and then you have a snack and then you read a book and then you go to bed and then you hmm. think that's just the routine but so when we think about our bodies and we think all the way back to like the the theories of, of classical conditioning is you know we have a stimulus paired with something you know, and, and so in terms of like back to when Pavlov did the experiment with his dogs, you know, he rang the bell and then they had them food oh, yeah. and they would start to salivate. The jewel factor. Yeah, yeah, and then eventually over time when they would just hear the bell, they would just start to salivate because it had just been like bell equaled food mm. at that point. And so, you know, we it's taking that principle but applying it to bed. I like and that. so, you know, we have that like condition our body to know that like, oh, oh like once I start, like if your routine is shower, pajamas, brush teeth, book, bed, showers, okay. pajamas, brush teeth, book, bed. And you, you do that. But once that shower, you know, engages, your body kind of knows like, oh, okay, in like 20, like soonish, we're, we're going to bed. Yeah. You know, and so it, it then allows that even further ability of our body to just condition to the fact that, oh, like this is our process before we go to bed. And oh, we also are doing it at the same time. And so it just, these little hacks, these little things that we don't really think about, but just these simple things. And, and I mean, a bedtime routine doesn't have to be anything big. I mean, it could really just be the order that you... It could be two or three simple things. Yeah, but it's these little things that just help our body to fall more easily into sleep. Because, like, we get it. Like, everybody's busy. And so if it is, like, you're scheduling out that time to sleep, you want to put yourself in the best position that as you are there, you're getting that quality and falling asleep soon you know you're not yeah. laying there for hours so you're getting and really maximizing the time that you are allocating to it huh. i like that so bedtime routines cool. yeah condition our bodies you also gave me something i'm going to follow up with my mom and say hey what was my bedroom routine what was my bedtime routine like, like, I, was like, oh, I always need something new to talk to the parents with anyway so it's like mm-hmm. i never really asked that question i don't think ever there you go so, who else i got on here oh wow man blast my pass i got harold super on here Shout out to uh, Chris for Um I think he actually came to, I'm not sure if that's the same Chris, pardon me, Chris. I think that, I think he might have came to a kettlebell event mm-hmm. um, when we had Valerie Pulowski out here at SYR. <laughs> Number 31. Plug and Rob, plug and Rob. <laughs> All right, well, listen, this has been a great episode. Uh, we've covered so much content. Sleep. Uh, yeah, I did not know we were going to get this deep. This is awesome. <laughs> I do love when, see, this is why we bring Megan on a regular monthly basis, people. Uh, she's got a lot to share. So, like we normally do when we close out a podcast episode, like, what? Obviously, you just had four different speeches or presentations on this topic yesterday. And obviously, we just did a whole podcast and Facebook Live today. Um, but is there anything else big right now that is an all-encompassing message that you want to close out the show with? Yeah, on you know, this? I think, like we, we like you just said, we, we, we dug a lot of deep holes here. You know, there was a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of information, and sometimes that can be overwhelming. But ultimately, I think the goal here is our sleep is really important. And we just need to do things to ultimately, like if we're not doing it, we're, we're, we're just limiting our own potential. So let's not kick ourselves in the foot. You know, we want to like maximize this, this lifestyle and what we have. And so it's making one small change, you know, to anybody listening, something different may have popped, stood out or, or, you know, spoke to them. And so whatever that thing is, you don't have to do everything. And, right. you know, you just try one, you know, and do something that can at least start taking you in that direction to, to just improving the quantity and quality of sleep. There you go quantity but especially quality of your sleep ladies and gentlemen so again that's another live the fuel podcast show thanks for tuning in and uh, obviously our very i'm going to call her famed we're, we're trying to blow her up fame wise but dr megan cannon phd of mind of the athlete based out of here in bethlehem pennsylvania but she does go everywhere 
And uh, But again, thanks for listening in, guys. Thanks for tuning into another podcast show. And remember, you too can live the fuel. Talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brands section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and E-Pilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please, submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.